Happy New Year, fellas. This is our first ever episode and we have an amazing special announcement. So the announcement, we kind of, you know, teased it last year. It's been a year since we've teased it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> our announcement is that Mashun and I, we are going to be featuring our art on a little showcase in Manhattan on January 21st. It's going to be mm. a little South Asian event. And it's going to host some South Asian artists. And so, you know, we got our beautiful poet over here. You got you got me, your painter over here. And we're going to be hosting our for- first ever little, you know, event together. Yeah. yeah. Excited Where for is that? it? Where is it? It's in, it's in Manhattan in a little shop. It is my first time doing some... Uh, technically, both of our first times doing... I mean, would you consider this your first, like, gallery... Yeah, I have. I've never had my gallery really up. It's a little shared experience. It's a good one. Yeah, I'm excited. It'll be both of our first times in New York City. I'm excited. I've always wanted to do something in New York City. And maybe after this, I'll get the motivation to do something of my own later on. But um, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Uh, Saturday, January 21st. New York City, I know a good portion of our listeners are probably in New York City. Please come out. Um, by the time this episode comes out, we'll, they'll probably be posted about it. You can see on our Instagrams. Come see us. Come say hi to us. A lot of y'all have been waiting for a little Manhattan pop-up slash event because you don't want to come all the way to Long Island or wherever I do things. So this is perfect for anyone in the boroughs. Right. Also, just like Mushun's going to come out with his little fire fire poetry and like the way he does it the way he displays it it's gonna be crazy i'm still kind of thinking through what exactly i'm gonna do um because i can't take my big ass paintings all the way over there so i'm gonna have to do you know showcase my poetry in some sort of way i'm still figuring out the logistics Mm. but new york city i'm coming see me coming all the way from florida come see me soon i don't know where wherever y'all are from y'all from philadelphia Oh, if wow. y'all are from Alberta, Canada, oh, <laughs> wherever you're located, I don't know, Berlin. Oh, come wow. Come through. Flying. Come it's your only time ever. Right. Like if you want, you know, catch the boy. There you go. Anyways, welcome back to our podcast, Difficult Dish, a podcast about South Asian narratives. My name is Mashnoon and my co-host name is... My name is Mahua. And this is our and first together, episode of 2023. Oh, wow. Sorry, we were on different keep, wavelengths on that I one. Gonna, huh? I was going to keep, keep going. So for our first episode of the year, we wanted to give you guys a little treat. You know, we haven't done a Q&A ever. Have we ever done one? Yeah, probably. Damn, I did not even saw last time we did it. It's been a long time. I don't know. I thought it was a good idea to start the year off with a little hello. What's going on? Yeah, hello, you know, what's going on? Reintroduce you know? ourselves. You know, we've been popping off on TikTok. I've been posting some videos. <laughs> Here it goes. Lie. I'm not going to lie. Let me take a second to talk about them. So <sighs> so here's the thing. If you guys follow me on my actual Instagram, I I have a, you know, my, my approach to social media is a little bit, you know, hidden. I don't post too much. I, I like to present my writing and my artwork in a very specific way, just so people take it in a very specific way. You know, I don't want to be taken as a jokester, but sometimes, you know, I'm not going to lie. Um, I I am a jokester. I'm a, I'm a sometimes, big fan. Of, sometimes I'm a big, he's a jokester. I'm a, 
I'm a big fan of silly things. I'm a big fan of things like comedy. I watch a lot of comedy specials. I love stand-up comedy. I love open mic comedy. I've always wanted to do um, stand-up comedy myself. Um, but the Difficultish podcast, TikTok, follow us on TikTok, Difficultish podcast is a uh, is my outlet to you know just be a little silly sometimes. So you know I've been posting. Some, yeah, he's been, been so funny on it that we're actually in TikTok jail right now. Where our videos are not posted yeah i don't know what's going on i don't know if that was because of me i don't know maybe it was maybe i was just too funny i don't know yeah tiktok couldn't handle it so they they're, they're not allowing us to post anymore but uh but yeah things have been going good wanted to start the year off maybe we got some new listeners do a little not really reintroduction but a little something something just to you know hey yeah a little hey you know talk about us talk about some of the advice that y'all asked for because you know there was a different there was a wide variety of questions that we got you know some stuff was Mm. about us some stuff were about just like (laughs) not about your life yeah some stuff were just like random things so you know this will be like a all-in-one special you know right right so mashun will do the honor of actually reading out the questions today from our beautiful instagram is at difficult dish all right, we're gonna. I'm. I'm just gonna start from the bottom, and we'll just yeah. go up. Yeah. First, first question. Coincidentally, very first one. Somebody said, "Why did Masnoon move back home with his parents?" Mm. Damn. Damn. I asked you that get, yesterday too. Yeah, I'm getting my business. Yeah, that's crazy because we were literally talking about this yesterday. Yeah, a little clarity. Um. So, if you guys didn't know, I moved out of my mom's house for 15 months. I moved out from April of 2021 to August of 2022. Um, I primarily moved out to be closer to UCF while I was still getting my ma- my bachelor's degree. But a little, you know, a couple more of the secretive reasons why I moved out. I just wanted to take my artwork a lot more serious. I was in the midst of writing my book. I think I had just started or was kind of towards the middle. I wanted to take that more serious i just wanted my own space to be alone for a little bit because i've been at home for so long i've been with me moms for so long and i just kind of wanted to experience life on my own i had a pretty good job i was able to afford having my own place in downtown and it was really good i can't lie i do miss it quite often i let it go for a couple reasons one being it kind of lined up perfectly with like my move out date was literally one week before my graduation from college so it just made like hey are you graduated yeah i actually graduated back in august <laughs> it was actually the best day of i my didn't life. know that i didn't know that um yeah ucf i don't know if you know i actually used to struggle with school a lot oh i didn't and- know that either <laughs> um anyways so mostly because I was done with school. Also because as you know, this economy nowadays, you want to talk about this you want to yeah, talk about this economy nowadays. This economy. You want to talk about the you want to talk about the economics of the of the United States of America real quick. Right. Goodness mm-hmm. gracious. I I'm a I'm a be, you know, full transparency. My rent was 7 or 1170 for Which is stu- nothing compared to 1170 for an uh studio in downtown Orlando. When the rent renewed, they were trying to charge me $1,700. That is an That's additional wild. $600. That's like a 50% markup in one year. 
This is not over the span right. of five, ten years. This is one year. Are we going to talk stu- about your view, uh, your view? Oh, my God. I don't want to talk about it. When I first moved into the place, I had a beautiful ass view. Literally the day after I started, I moved in. They started building a massive building right in front of my view. Literally the biggest skyscraper. I couldn't see nothing. I literally couldn't see nothing. By the time I moved, when I moved in, I was crying every single night. I was like, "Holy shit! This is literally what I dreamt of every night." And Allah was like, "Nope, sorry." Everyone started building the world's biggest skyscraper literally in the whole world right next to me i couldn't see in the middle shit of the night the they will start out. construction my god anyways um so i moved out one um i lined up by the time i graduates graduated from school two it just didn't make sense to pay for that anymore like 1700 dollars is fine for new york but that shit is not okay for an in a downtown orlando apartment mm-hmm. three i missed my mom I wanted to spend some more time with my mom. And four, I wanted to save money in hopes of potentially making a big move this year. Oh, where? Um, you know, I I wanted to come home for a little bit, reorganize things, and, and really set myself where, for where are you moving what to is this year? next in my life. I, I do want to make a big move this where? year. Where? Where? Um, I am looking to move, and so I moved home to Lake City. I want to move to New York City. <laughs> I, I've always wanted to move to your New, York, New York City. My goal this year. Um, there's a lot of intangibles involved, but um, that is on the very top of, of my 2023. The list man said that he moved to, out to save money, and then he went to Colombia, and then London, and then across the country, <laughs> and then Iceland, and then all the way here and there. <laughs> listen now i'm saving okay i'm saving i'm good i'm good i'm okay um Uh, so yeah long story short i i mean i i miss it i do miss my apartment a lot (laughs) a lot (laughs) i'm not gonna sit here and say that i made the right choice or didn't make the right choice i don't know there's heavy pros heavy pros heavy cons but um i'm back at home now i'm with me mums back in my neighborhood i sit on my porch a lot I dribble my basketball, ride my skateboard, listen to music, mm. um, you know, stir away at my mom's oven, buy her groceries, and just, you know, in in enjoying this little transition period from, you know. Yeah. You'll miss it when yeah. you don't have it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. That was a you good like, reason you, for that question. How how do you feel how do you feel about me being back at home? You see you seen any change in me? You seem like a little little like small town boy. Nah. you seem like you're connected to your roots again yeah i am i love going outside during shondashoma during sunset i'm hoping i can make yeah. it today because my my porch has the the nicest view of the sunset in my neighborhood um very nice but yeah that's why i moved out thanks for that answer any questions for me do you plan on moving home is that your question or someone asked me that that's me asking you that no you can't ask me questions all right all right all right yeah i i got one for you sure how do i go to the gym without getting intimidated as a girl starting out yeah you got you got anything for that how you feel about that yeah this was a big struggle for me when i first started going to the gym because i started in high school and from then on i started becoming very obsessed with the gym so I started first going to the gym when I was 16 or 17 and I was still very intimidated because obviously a gym 
is heavily associated with just males and when you go there it's very intimidating because you just see like the males in like the weight section so you don't want to go near them and make a fool of yourself but first when I started I kind of just started doing like cardio and stuff so it's kind of by myself by like the treadmill and you know doing all that by myself or like with a group of people that were just like co-ed and then I slowly just started doing like um training and I had to start going with like friends to kind of just get more ballsy and get a hold of like what I was getting myself into. And once I started getting more comfortable with friends, I started being able to go by myself and I was just more confident because, you know, I already had the experience with friends. So I knew that I could kind of do it by myself. It was still kind of intimidating because it feels like everyone is looking at you. But I think this is the case with like anyone and like everything where it's like, you're scared of doing things alone, for example, like going on solo dates or like going to eat by yourself at a restaurant because you think that everyone is looking at you when really it's not the case. Like I started getting over the fear of just going to the gym by myself or like anywhere by myself because I realized that like people are not focused on you. People go to the gym or like anywhere in general with their own intent in mind and they're doing whatever they want to do and they want to leave. They're not like staring at you, you know? And like, there's just so many other people there doing the same exact thing as you. And maybe they are intimidated as well, or maybe they are nervous, like to break their PR. I don't know what it is, but like they're going through through their own things and like, no one is focused on you, you know? So if you are like intimidated of going, just go with like a friend or go with a family member first, start off like easy with like the treadmill and kind of like observe, um you know the more intimidating part from the sidelines and then eventually you'll get into it and also like I I watched videos and I watched um just like tutorials on how to do things properly so like I didn't potentially like do things wrong and even if I did do things wrong obviously it was embarrassing for a second but that was just like me thinking it was embarrassing you know like no one else is actually watching you do it yeah I think I think what you said about like just going in and starting off like slow because I think a lot of the fear comes from just like you know you if it's your first time in this specific gym like you don't know where things are you don't want to look like it's your first time you don't want to look lost you don't want you know people looking at you thinking that like you don't know what you're doing so just like start off slow go go walk on a treadmill and just like look around get familiar with where the place is get familiar with what types of people are there and by the time it's like your third or fourth time there you will be a lot more comfortable just because you're a lot more familiar not saying you will be more comfortable in in a sense of like you as a girl but you will just be more familiar with the environment and and it'll just make the process a little bit easier Mm -hmm. and I also realized that I'm a lot more comfortable and confident when I know I look good like for example like sometimes I do wear like oversized stuff which I have been doing recently because like sometimes I just like roll out of bed and go to the gym and I'm comfortable but sometimes I know that I'm going to be more motivated when I like dress and feel good you know like even if I go to the library like I want to dress good because that makes me motivated to work hard like even when I wake up like sometimes I feel like I have to put on makeup to be more productive you know so it's like sometimes it's kind of a mindset thing and it's like you want to look good to feel feel your best and be motivated to actually go you know I, I think that's a big one even like apart from the gym I think I have a bad habit of just like going to a coffee shop in a hoodie and sweatpants and like and sometimes I'll think about like the times I would go to a coffee shop after work when like I'm dressed better than just like a hoodie and sweatpants and I don't know I just feel more motivated because like I just don't feel lazy I don't feel like I should belong in bed you know yeah um yeah good response buddy yeah all right next question what are y'all's favorite places to eat in New York City 
Someone asked look, us that? Yeah. Mm. So it depends, right? Like, I got different, you know, cuisines. I got different ethnicities. Like, what are we in the mood for, you know? Because if we're in the it mood for just, your like... your favorite. Like, you don't got a favorite, like, number one. If we're in the mood for, like, street food, you know, teriyaki is where it's at. Okay. What's that? Mahmoud's Corner that? is where it's at in Steinway. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um. Well, I mean, I'm not from New York, but let me <laughs> let me think. What have, what have we had that... What's your favorite thing that, like, we've had in New York? You know what I really liked? I really like those halal burgers. Do you know what that place is called? Mm, somewhere in, holy somewhere cow? in Midtown. Is it Holy Cow? Was it Holy Cow? I don't know. If if that's the name of a place, then probably. Holy Cow. It might be Holy good Cow. Good halal burgers. Really good fries. That. I remember the fries. Good fries. Mm. I'm looking through my food oh, list right I know. now in New York. Oh, I know. Yeah. Mr. Duzan. Oh, Duzan. Yes, Duzan's one of our favorites. Duzan yeah. is just chicken, rice, fries um there are they still on steinway yeah they steinway actually expanded Astoria. they ex- they extended yeah expanded ex- extended <laughs> they're opening up in florida you know what i used no, to love they all the time next door you know what i used what? to love all the time when i was like 18 i used to love halal guys mm, big halal guys yeah. big halal kinda, guys guys kind of yeah. overrated i think no nah, i think now it is but you know when you're a little putly boy i mean it just, yeah when you got you know, nothing else <laughs> everything <laughs> you got nothing else that's the only option you have you know i had um a food place recently it was pretty good called yeah. um top thai what's that they have like halal options the thai place is literally called top thai <laughs> no but like what'd you have um i kind of got like a like a cajun seafood noodle soup okay with like you know lobster and shrimp and whatnot i'm not a big soup guy you know yeah we know Okay. This man does not like Korean barbecue. What? Oh, sorry. Hot pot. Sorry. I don't like hot pot. I think hot pot, hot take. I think hot pot is a waste of time. And yeah, he just doesn't like preparing it himself. It's a waste of time. Yeah. All right. Um. Cool. Next question. This one, uh, you know, you could talk about a little. Maybe this one could be a whole episode. But um, mm. what's a book that you would recommend to read? wow wow or if wow. It, I'll, I'll i'll expand this question you know i'll I'll add a little spice to it wow um what are some of your favorite books that you've read last year that you would recommend wow yeah, wow yeah. yeah i'll let you go so what can't i plug huh all <laughs> right so the first thing i have my favorite book highlights on my instagram right mm-hmm. i have a books recommendation highlights second i have a Two viral videos on my Instagram and TikTok about mm. South Asian books that have changed my life. Mm-hmm. South Asian slash like, you know, um, like Arab slash like Kurd about the Kurds, mm. you know. I also have a, a video on my YouTube about my favorite books. So yeah. let's let's really get into it, right? Yeah, let's get into it. So first off, we got to talk about Headspun. Oh, right? man. Headspun is written by... Mashroom Munir, if you didn't know, my baby cousin who was actually 12 years old the other day, <laughs> searched it up on Amazon the other day because he was like, Apu, it had five stars last time I checked. I'm going to check again right now to see if it still has five stars. Come on. And Lord behold, he searched it up on his little phone that he just got. Yeah. His first ever phone. He searched up Headspun by Mashroom Munir on Amazon. It still has five stars. It and does. he was a proud boy. He was a proud boy. But yeah, Headspun is one of... I have six copies, guys. 
only. <laughs> I need more. No, you um, don't. Headspun is top tier. It's a beautiful poetry book written by Michelle Manier. He literally poured his heart and soul into it. Um, another favorite book that I read in the last year is called Joy Luck Club. Joy Luck Club. Anything written by Amy Tan is just incredible. Mashun and I actually watched the movie yeah, on this afterwards because I loved it so much. I just yeah. finished another book by Amy Tan called The Bonesetter's Daughter. And yeah. it's all about immigrant parents. It's about why they treat you the way they do, their upbringing, how they went through like war, how they went through like all of their, you know, generational cultural things that they went through and how they try to pass it on, even if it is toxic to us in this generation. Yeah. So her books are always like very enlightening. I also really like Khalid Husseini. You know, Mashuna and I watched The Kite Runner mm-hmm. on Broadway for my birthday last year. I love mm-hmm. obviously The Kite Runner. I think that's what he's known for. But I also equally actually more than Kite Runner. I love A Thousand Splendid Sons is one of my favorite books. Yeah. I remember um, when, he's such when, a great like, we author. Were, I remember when we were talking about that one. I, I wanted like the long description of that movie and or that, that book. And from what you told me, that one that one really piqued my interest yeah you still never read it i don't know why um not much of a reader you yeah know what's this. going on it's just uh it's i, I can't keep focus mm. it doesn't matter how interested i am um i can't keep focus my mind goes oh i can't that's why i like poetry you know like yeah. short like short short form one page poetry i just read it consume it right there and i can move on to another one you know but, mm. but that's just me yeah yeah so you don't have any book recommendations um this is gonna be like can that <laughs> no that's okay i'm not five okay i've read books um my favorite book of all time is the four agreements um mm, it's it's a self that. it's a self-help book that teaches you for just values of life to follow to live a good prosperous life i read it when i was 18 i was working at a barnes and noble um which is a a bookstore i don't know if i think it's only in the states um i used to work at a barnes and noble i used to work in the the starbucks and in all my free time i would always just like munch on cookies and make frappuccinos and just read books because it was really slow and it was just like old like elderly people that would come in and it was always slow from like eight to ten so all i would do is just like you know make vanilla beans and read books mm. um big four agreements guy my friend farhan fs yusuf gifted mm. me um a poetry book it's called um time is a mother by ocean vuong um one of the most amazing poets i've ever read or i've ever like read work from i remember literally the first poem inside the book i was already blown away of course fs yusuf um i own three of his books i love all of them my favorite one is prayers yeah, prayers of my, prayers youth, of my youth which i, I believe is book. his first if not his yeah. first no it's his first but above all of that above my own book my favorite poetry book of all time is called rifka by muhammad el kurd um muhammad el kurd is one of the like most popular journalists um depicting the life that's going on in palestine he's palestinian born and raised Mm -hmm. in palestine um i think he lives in the states now but he like all of his work is dedicated to showcasing and and just visualizing life in palestine rifka is the name of his grandmother who has lived 
um, in Palestine since the 1930s, who I think recently passed away. And he made a poetry book of all of just like the lessons that he has learned from her throughout their life together in Palestine. It's it's a very like gut-wrenching book. I've read it like five different times and I read it in the midst of writing my book and it really, you know, really like shifted my my route in how I was writing my book. You know, it had a really big dent. It had a really big dent on how my book came out. Um so I really mm. recommend that. And um yeah, Muhammad Al-Kurd is literally like one of very few people I like I really really want to meet. Mm. just one day like i I just really want to meet i didn't know about that book yeah Yeah. let us know if you guys want a whole episode on just like our favorite south asian books and like movie recommendations yeah 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 i already have it on the list of potential topics how many books did you read in 2022 uh only 21 only 21 books i haven't read 21 books in freaking six lifetimes (laughs) since first grade yeah cool all right i got one for you and oh. this one was for you but or for us but next one is is for you and tread lightly with this one all right oh wow this one is what red flags should brown girls look out for oh, wow um when it comes to relationships career um wow. you know if you want to focus on one of those that's fine but you know what are what are some like red flags that like yeah i mean those are two different for? two different yeah things, yeah that's right? true pick, pick one pick one you know whichever one let's you'd do like. relationship let's do relationship oh okay because i got wow. i got a i got a bit yeah maybe yeah. we should make a whole episode yeah, on this all right we should make yeah. a whole episode on like red flags to look out for in relationships mm. you know yeah Go all ahead. right first one Go ahead. first one yeah if you're dating a brown boy especially if he says the n-word as a brown man any man that isn't black no, Why but, is he I, I, but I, I, but I grew up in, I, like, I grew up in New York. Like, okay, stop up. trying to play the devil's advocate. <laughs> Mashun does this thing where he, he, like, tries to pretend no, like but he like, is one of those people. Like, like the, like, you know, like where I'm from, like, you know, even like the, like everybody says, you know. <laughs> wrong. Okay, sorry. <laughs> wrong. Sorry. Don't even let them like justify themselves. That is yeah. one major red flag. Yeah. Second, eh, I guess it's not really for everyone but like kind of a red flag if he doesn't have sisters mm. or like women around him yeah yeah there you go there you go yeah but it's not it's not it's it's not a red flag but like like be aware of it's an addition yeah it's an addition he has around him that's a good because thing. i've seen obviously like boys that only have brothers and like maybe they don't even have a mom things like that and they turn out good like i'm sure there are cases but it's like a nice additive if they have sisters or if they've had like female figures that have influenced them you know yeah hope you find one hey hey Mm -hmm. come on mo is already best friends with my sister they talk more than i do i talk to my sister no actually i'm best friends with your your baby your baby cousin (laughs) that's 21 your sister and your mom uh good yeah that's how it should be that's how it should be you know yeah number three if he expects things from you just because he buys you gifts like he expects irrational things like if he expects irrational things for you 
just because he's done something like he expects something in exchange and he only does things for you because he wants something in exchange Mm. red flag but i think that's like a that's like a general like anybody can relate to that what's like a what's a brown i need a brown girl red flag brown girl red flag (laughs) what is like red flag brown boy red flag no but like like for brown girls specifically if he drives a an audi or if he drives a, a what is it toyota so so don't date a man if he has a car <laughs> do not date a man if he has a reliable vehicle what are some for you like what are you what's a boy to boy perspective or red flag like when it comes to dating a girl no i mean yeah you can do that too or like can you can you refine your question <laughs> please i don't understand like you thinking that another male is a red flag for okay. a friend of yours that's a girl okay, like, okay why okay. would you think that um the the women around him one is very important just seeing like what what this man does with like is he is he grown up like what what does he do with this time does he literally just play video games for 12 hours a day mm. if he does then red flag big big gamer hour two hours a day fine if this man is going from 5 p.m to midnight daily hold on i'm i'm in a game he used to be me that's what i'm saying <laughs> so no aspirations in life yeah you know if you want to be a little bit more disrespectful with it um, yeah because yours I mean, you wasn't could, disrespectful you, no you could you could play video games and have aspirations you know i think a lot a lot of guys play video games just you know it's their way of winding down. They want to chill out a little bit. But I mm. think any a, a guy that does anything um, without moderation, um, I think moderation and self-discipline is very, very important. Whether it comes to anything, if this man is goddamn playing chess for 12 hours a day, not, not good. <laughs> of course, he had to throw in a little sub to himself <laughs> because he's talking about himself right now. Um um, but no, I think the most important one is is like his relationship with his mom, his relationship mm. with his sister, his relationship to any woman in his life or just around him. Does this guy have like like women friends like and like actual like like keep in mind the women he has around him and like do they stick around? Has has he had like long term friends that like have always just like he's always been cool with like ha- just things like that I think are, are really important, you know? Yeah, I think the way he treats other people, especially, like, people close to him, like, his sister, his mom, like, whoever, and if he's rude to them, that has a big um, say on, like, how he'll treat you. And also, also be aware of the way that people around him talk to him as well. Like, mm. do, do, they, do they talk to him respectfully? Do, do they, you know, like, do they... Are, like, be aware of, of both ends to it. Not only the way that he talks to people, how, how do people talk to him? Like, do people mm. find him mature? Do people find him a respectable figure? Do people, mm-hmm. you know, know that he he does good and he means good? Things like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Yeah, we should yeah. do a whole episode on just red flags. No! No more episodes! <laughs> no more episodes, guys. That's the last no more episode. episodes. All right, I got a little quick one. Do you ever see yourself living in another country? Like permanently or temporarily? No, not temporarily. I mean, I live in Paris. Say like six months minimum. Not right now. Maybe in the future. 
Yeah. I definitely want to. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where yet. I mean, like, you know, just if I'm just naming names, um, I would definitely live in Colombia for a prolonged period of time. Um, I would definitely live in London for a prolonged period mm. of time. Um, and I would love to live in the aero world for a good amount of time. Don't know where yet. Mm. Just general places. But I think the idea of, you know, taking some time in your life and, and really living somewhere else. Um, you know, you, you you take that with you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Like you, you don't forget that. Whereas like, you know, people are going to live at home this year for like six months and like when they're 30 they'll forget about 2023 because they just like didn't do anything but like if you take a couple months to go travel you will literally remember that forever and the things that you do in that period of time will stick to your memory much much deeper and much thicker so it's just a way to just appreciate life more you know i think about what i did in the last four months and imagine if I didn't go out and about like I did. If I just stayed at home and twiddled my fingers for four months, I would have forgotten the last four months. But I yeah. will remember the last four months for a very long time. You know. Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's why so important. many people. I think that's why so many people um, have fond memories of like studying abroad. Yeah. Because exactly. that was like their fun years of their college years and just like of their life. Yeah. Um, and the same person asked a follow up from Ashnun. <laughs> Martian, are you planning on doing YouTube? Damn. How many times have you gotten this question? Because I feel like this is a popular thing. Because I get this in my YouTube comments. I think um I think the idea of having a YouTube channel sounds very fun and very nice, but I would not make a YouTube channel because it's too much goddamn work and I wouldn't enjoy it. I think I would enjoy the v- recording process. Yeah, I would not enjoy like recording. I would not enjoy any other part of of. What the would YouTube you post? Journey. You know Kelly Stamps. I really, chess? I really no. I really like Kelly Stamps. The way that she oh, does yeah, her I like videos. Kelly Stamps, yeah. She'll just like be in front of the camera and just be funny, but like actually be talking about like something serious, like shooting like a blog, like a video blog. Yeah, but her stuff is rehearsed. Yeah, I would like. I would make it like like like. I love skits. I'm a big skit, skit guy. Mm. You know, I'm a big comedy guy. People don't know this. Yeah. Like, I'm a big comedy guy, big skit guy. I right. just record myself doing little skits. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> like twirling around and just <laughs> jumping in front of the camera. No, 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 no YouTube today, but I'm I'm planning on I'm planning on ramping up the content this year. Um mm. definitely want to ramp up the content. But yeah. Stay tuned, guys. At Mushumanir. Yeah. And you know, I think a, a good last one to uh to to knock this out out the park with. How has it been launching your podcast, and how did your families react? Mm. You want to break that down? Let's let's go with the first part first. How have you have you been enjoying the podcast? That's the first part. Well, the first part is specifically how was it launching your podcast? Right? Which how I'm was inter- it? That's literally what I asked in different words. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm answering, and then you changed it up. Like, how did you do it? So, in the beginning, <laughs> Mashoon did not want to start a podcast with me. I was the one right. that brought up the idea. And then out of nowhere, he, you know, he kept saying no. And then finally, he suddenly had this, like, big upsurge of energy. <laughs> and he came back to me with, like, all the metrics, the details, the podcast name, everything. And mm-hmm. I was like, God damn, now you're finally, finally serious? 
and then you know it was it was nice in the beginning to finally start it because like it took a month over a month to actually like you know draw the our logo draw our picture like plan everything get the materials and stuff but once we started it was really nice to like talk about the things that we've always talked about but like on in a longer format and have you guys like relate to it and then i think in the beginning it was kind of like a shock to family members and it was a shock to like people in general because a lot of the things that we do talk about is still like very taboo and a lot a lot of people might think that it's like kind of like a breach of privacy because we're talking about things that are like personal to us and things that have happened to us but like in general in like south asian community in general so it might have been like oh like why are you sharing this aspect of your life but really it's like at the end of the day we wanted to create like a platform where we wanted to like share our experiences where other people didn't feel alone and you know we're also equipped now where it's like we're not sharing like deep personal stuff where we want to hurt like family members or friends or people listening but like we still do it in a way where like we're still personal enough where we're talking about our feelings and other people can relate right so Mm. it's kind of like an in-between thing where it's like we still have to be careful about what we say obviously we have our own personal matters and like we have like our family members that listen and stuff but our goal has always been to like bring words and feelings to some of the feelings that our community has had and just you know make it more public so i think we've been doing that yeah yeah you got it yeah i think uh, as the podcast has, has gone on i've become a lot more conscious with the way that i word things um not changing the overall message but you know i I think i think uh i've always had a problem with um you know saying things like not thinking about how i say certain things and just saying them as is whether it's been like in work or with family or just with friends or anything I, i i know i come off a bit not abrasive but just i i don't really think as much you know like before I, I did before I, I didn't too much I, i've gotten a lot better i think um and the podcast has helped me a lot with that um so podcast been going good yeah good little pod yeah 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 you got a favorite bollywood movie <laughs> um i really like mohabbatan mohabbatan that's my favorite one that's a good one what's yours um Om Shanti Om. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah, I know. You know, Om I love Shanti the actor Om. Arjun oh. Rampal. Why? I love him. For what? He's such a good actor. Hmm. Avan Jogia. <laughs> Alright, so before we end, do you have your ten second no. advice? Your first advice of the year. Don't pull out your notes. Come on, please, please. No, I no need notes. to because if I don't, you're going to say something like, make sure you crack your knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> God, now you're looking around your apartment <laughs> trying to think of something to say. <laughs> looking at your sticky notes. I got one. Oh, no. Put, put, sorry, I messed up the first word. Okay. Put moisturizer on your father. I realized that doing these small, like, minuscule things really make them so happy. I put some nighttime lotion on my dad the other day, and he was so happy. Was he? Yeah. Because it's, like, something that he forgets to do, something he's never done, actually, in his life. 
So just like do something very minuscule for them. Things that like are everyday things that they're very used to doing. It makes yeah. them feel like wanted and appreciated. That's a good one. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. I'll take that it. one. I'll take that one. If if there was a hobby that you used to do when you were younger and you fell out of love with it and it's been a couple years, give it another shot. Mm. maybe maybe the relationship might be a bit different now that you're older you know if you were really into you know figure skating when you were 16 but you just stopped it like give it another shot after a couple years and you you never know if you might fall back in love with it maybe like maybe like chess because mm, <laughs> you know i won't yeah. go in depth but uh. I used to play a shit ton of chess when I was younger. A right. lot. Right. From age like 8 to 15, I used to play a lot of chess. I stopped for like 8 years because I had nobody to play with. I just started again and it's been so much fun. I watch, I watch chess YouTube videos, chess, chess TikToks, chess YouTube shorts, chess. I read chess blogs, I watch chess yeah. podcasts and it's been great. So mm. if there's something that you've uh, you've let go for a little bit, give it another shot and it might come back to life. Yeah. As an adult, it hits different. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. This is our first episode of the year. Hope you guys liked learning about us and some of our tips and advice on different things like toxic relationships and, you know, mm. this and that. Our favorite Are you books. in a toxic relationship? No, I'm in the okay, best relationship be of my life. You can be honest. This is a safe space. Our two and a half anniversary just passed. It did. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram. It's at difficultish. It's going to be a new year. We have some fresh things we're going to post. Make sure to follow us on our TikTok. It's at difficultish podcast. And you can follow our own individual Instagrams. Mm-hmm. It's at labyrinthav and at Munir mm-hmm. and our TikToks. But thank you so much for listening. We love you guys so much. And we will talk to you guys next week next week Allah Hafiz Allah Hafiz